Hello, it's me. It's Jacqueline. This is the Awaken Tarot Podcast. And as we're all aware, things are wild. It's all the same stuff. All the same stuff. War in Ukraine. Uh, abortion laws. Right to privacy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's every, you know, everything... Everything I've said the last few weeks, it's still going on. Um, don't let that, don't let your attention get diverted from it. Stay on focus, stay with the, stay with it and um, take steps that you, that you can to, to help where you can. I mean, um, it's really, it is really hard not to just get like overwhelmed and get like fatigued by, by it, but don't, don't let yourself get fatigued about it. Put your heart, center it and speak out where you can, donate where you can, fight back where you can, and um, keep your eyes on what's happening. I decided that as we jump into the episode, I was just going to do like the, the, the suits like sporadically. But honestly, I've had several people reach out and say how helpful that was. And what that has kind of shown me is that going over the suits is something that I should have already done, especially for a tarot education podcast. So we're going to, I think, for the next few weeks, take a slight break from just the cards to go over the suits and their thematics. So today we'll talk about the cups, then next week the swords, then the week after that the pentacles. And of course, we'll have the collective reading at the end. I just think that that makes the most sense education-wise and is something like I should already probably have gone over. Um, and I apologize for that. Thank you again, Alice, for, for the suggestion. Like I, I didn't realize how necessary it was until I took your suggestion and got some feedback and am incredibly happy to, and I'm just incredibly happy to deliver that. So yeah. So today we're going to talk about the suit of cups. So we start off in the suit of wands because as we talked about last week, we we enter our bodies before we can ground. We need to like enter our bodies and learn about them and our instincts and our needs, our wants and desires, and then really ground into those into our bodies before we enter the high priestess realm, right? Or the subconscious realm of spirit um, and dive further into ourselves, look behind the veil, that type of thing. Um, some things that will come up when you read the suit of cups are dreams, intuition, uh, spiritual connection, the subconscious, the unconscious. I am aware that those may sound like synonyms, but I'm also distinctively remembering that they have differences. Kind of like looking really internal, looking at our heart. A lot of times people will talk about if the suit of wands is talking about instincts such as like passion and like uh like sex and lust then the suit of cups is kind of where those feelings come in of like love and infatuation and caring um you know kind of like those themes we see specifically in like something like the three of cups or the two of cups where like you're really making those emotional bonds and connections um the suit of cups we go there second because once we are safely in our bodies and know know about the safety of our environment, our Maslow's hierarchy of needs are met, we can kind of dive into the more ethereal side of things. The cups is our chance to figure out, now we know our environment, how do we feel about it? Is this where we want to be? What do we want to commit to? How can we 
discern and divine messages from our dreams? How can we reconnect with source? One of the things that happens in a society once like there's structure and buildings and stuff like that, that's when you really start to form intersocial bonds. And that's kind of what you're seeing as we go through the the lifeline is that you start off in the in the magician and then you kind of enter into the high priestess where you're diving in and like learning about the rhythms of the land. And then you kind of hit the emperor through, you know, the the hierophant and the lovers where you're kind of like looking more at like those social construct like those social contracts and constructs um that kind of happen in the swords through the pentacles, right? So we're kind of at a point now in the suit of cups where we are learning about the flow of nature and the in the cycles of things and our of our bodies and of the world and how they were laid and we connect to the moon and we learn how we fluctuate in nature and we remember that there's so that while we are human we also are nothing and everything at the same time that we have this energy this soul that can't be created or destroyed that has lived a thousand lives and done a thousand things that our bodies have not done and when we die it'll be that kind of cups soul ethereal energy that stays and the suit of cups it's our chance to kind of consider things like what is above us what is what is there do we believe in source what do we believe in deities how do we feel about this person that's come into our lives like yeah we have that physical connection but do we actually have more of like a future together like that soulmate energy stuff like that considering those things the suit of cups is really a chance for us to dive into that very piscean watery type energy that's why it's related to cups right because cups can hold so much they hold water in our subconscious our unconscious our dreams we can create worlds we create life we dream of things the ace of cups is the holy grail of things it's the it's uh, the cup that will give you eternal life and that's because the cups is our it's it is how we can peer behind the veil and reach back in and refine that energy that has been here and will always be here and how we can connect to that and therefore how we can connect to the rest of the world around us the cups is a very um it is a very deep and very um uh it's it's very deep and it's very vague and i i don't mean vague as in like it doesn't say a lot i mean vague as in like it's kind of like in the in the regards to how like water is vague like water can take water is both a solid a liquid and a vapor and you know um water takes the shape of whatever holds it water can fill a room in regards to steam it can also be kept in a teeny tiny little in a little bowl so it's this nebulous and vaguely um it in vague substance that can kind of become what we need it to become and that's what the suit of cups is there to remind us that we can be what we need we can be what we need to be we can form relationships in in and um, we can form relationships how we need or where it's necessary. The cups is a suit that can show us how we connect with ourselves and how we connect with others in a very soulful, energetic, watery way. Um, how we can divine messages from source through our dreams and why our dreams matter and how our life affects our dreams and affects our inner our inner selves. That is the message and the really beautiful concept of the suit of cups. And it's why we go there after after the suit of wands. It's our chance to reconnect with what always has been now that our instinctive and our 
primal needs are, our survival needs are met, that's when we can kind of dream bigger, think bigger, feel bigger, and make really deep connections to those in the world around us. So yeah, I hope that that's helpful in in your readings. The Suit of Cups is really, really lovely and dreamy and gives us a chance to be creative and and be watery, be um, fall in love with the little things, care about the little things, and really deeply form connections with who we are at our core. As we all know, it is uh, now time for the Summer Olympics, and uh, I'm going to jump in a big pool. It's the collective reading. Um, it is It is the collective reading. The collective reading this week is very interesting because we've been in the King of Cups. Now we are in the Queen of Swords. I feel like we were also recently in Queen of Swords energy. Um, the Queen of Swords is... Queens are water and swords are air. We talked a lot about suits, so I'm just going to highlight on that because the court cards are double elemented. When we're thinking about the queen of swords, we're looking at somebody who has a crown of butterflies and they're holding a sword in their hand out. They have a firm boundary, but they're also very, they're very inviting. They, they have created this boundary to transform and to be out of love. It's out of love for themselves and out of love for others. They want to give themselves to others and they want others to access them, but to do that, they needed to form boundaries. Um, The thoughts, the crown of butterflies is talking about like transformative thoughts, things that take flight. They, they have these, these fancies and these ideas and these beautiful, beautiful words that can change or transform somebody's life if somebody is open to them. In the reverse here for the collective reading this coming week, it's asking you to consider what you are inviting and what you are, it's, it's asking you to consider invitations. What are you inviting in and what are you rejecting? Um, sometimes what we invite in are the really hurtful words. We see a hurtful comment or somebody says something mean to us and we really, we take that in. And then all of the really lovely things that people have said and done for us kind of flutter away. We don't hold on to that. Whereas this coming week, just be really cognizant of maybe try the reverse. Let really beautiful, wonderful, transformative things stick and let the really yucky, mean things go. Let them wash off of you like water. Create that loving boundary for yourself because we're kind of getting to a point where we truly are fatigued by things. We are getting tired. We are getting worn down. And that is reflecting on a lot of us as burnout and exhaustion and maybe not thinking or saying the nicest things to ourselves or to others. Now, again, sometimes kindness is being strict and having firm words with someone if they are crossing your boundary or hurting you. But here we are being invited to in the reverse queen of swords this coming week, the energy there for us is please be considerate of yourself. Please let the kind things stick and the yucky things go, we're going to need to form those boundaries going forward where we both, where we have the ability to find transformative joy in things while also at the same time being very sturdy and strict with what we allow and do not allow with our energy or what we need, especially as we're fighting for rights, right? (laughs) Rights, right? So yeah, the the Queen of Swords is a really beautiful invitation this coming week to take a step back from the King of Cups, step into the Queen of Swords, step into think of it like it think of it like an ice sword, like only let that sword melt when it feels safe to do so. 
Think of it like an eyesore. Who let me have a podcast? Yeah, but I mean, like, literally, like, think of it like that because swords and and boundaries are meant to protect us and we need them. But when we invite good things in and we and we make that firm boundary, then eventually the things that are with us are those good and those lovely things. And we really want to focus on those and see those, not to ignore the bad. Like we don't want to do that. We don't want to ignore what's bad, but we do want to invite in what is freeing and lovely and good because we de- we deserve some of that too. So yeah, that is this coming week. I hope that the cut this episode was helpful, kind of reestablish a connection with the suit of cups, especially for those who are newer to tarot. But I hope for those of us who are seasoned, it's a good reminder that you know, um, we we come out of our we come out of survival mode and and dive deep into ourselves. It's a chance for us to rediscover ourselves and our wants and our desires and what we love and dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, we are at like sixty six reviews on Apple and eighteen on Spotify, which means we are like twelve or thirteen. I am bad at math. Um, reviews away from me getting pie. Help me get pie. I'm kidding. Thank you. I really appreciate you all and your kind words and your support and loving on the podcast. Even just the messages that people send to me. Um, it like, oh my God, you have no idea how much it makes my day or how giddy it makes me. It really is that queen of swords. Like I just said, energy for me of like all of the self-doubt that I have about what I'm doing or sharing. And like when people share with me, like the pod that the podcast has helped them or something that one of my guests or I have said has been helpful. Like it gives me, it breathes such life into me and it makes me feel so much better. And I just love and appreciate you all. Appreciate you all. And um, yeah, I'll let you all have your weeks back. Bye.